Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's been two years since ABS-CBN was forced to go off-air after its franchise renewal was denied by the government. And it was all because of one man. If you are expecting uh, Marino Yan, I'm sorry. You're out. I will see to it that you're out. And now, the National Telecommunications Commission has distributed ABS's frequencies to allies of President Duterte. Why were this given away? Can ABS-CBN still get their frequencies back? If not, can it still remain a TV network? Let's find out in this episode of Teka Teka. I'm Izali Puma Podcast. There are two forms of television. Analog TV, which uses antennas to receive TV signals. And digital TV which transmits audio-video signals through digital encoding. By 2023, the Philippines will make a full transition to digital TV, or at least try to. This deadline to switch over to digital has been delayed a few times now. Anyway, Manny Villar, the country's richest man according to Forbes magazine and a key Duterte campaign donor, has taken over ABS-CBN's flagship Channel 2. This is how it all happened. Advanced Media Broadcasting System, or AMBS, owned originally by the Vera family, applied for a Certificate of Public Convenience, or CPC, in 2006 to install, operate, and maintain a digital TV station in Metro Manila. This application has been sitting with NTC for more than 15 years. At the end of 2020, the company had a net loss of more than 3 million pesos. It was in trouble. Fast forward to September 6, 2021. Congress approved the sale of a controlling stake of advanced media to Villar family-owned Planet Cable. And voila! The NTC decided to approve the CPC of AMPS in January 2022 and permitted it to temporarily simulcast on Channel 2. It also gave provisional authority to AMBS to operate ABS-CBN's former digital TV frequency Channel 16 for 18 months. The timeline of events and the subsequent beneficiary has raised many eyebrows. In an interview on One News on January 28, NTC Deputy Commissioner Ed Gabarios insisted that the process was completely above board. When you apply, your application undergoes quasi-judicial process. These are formal hearings, just like courts. So oppositors are given chance to uh, air their opposition and present evidence or oral or, or, or documentary evidence in the same manner as the applicant is given the chance also to prove his case, etc. And that's the reason why we sought the guidance from the ICT and legal opinion from DOJ. 
This is what happened. After that, we get favorable response from the ICT and the DOJ. Uh, we proceeded, we instructed our technical staff to take a look at the applications and they submitted their evaluation regarding uh, this advanced media. So there was an NBank session uh, conducted early this year and the NBank, the commissioners decided unanimously to grant provisional authority to AMBS and assign channels 16 for digital television. But... Let me take you back to July 26, 2021, the day of Duterte's last State of the Nation address. And they still want that frequency because yan ang pinapag-awayan. I will give it to a Filipino na gustong magawa ng tamang ano, unpaid. Let me also remind you that the application was for digital TV operations and not for analog TV. So why was Channel 2 given to AMBS2? In an interview on One Who Says the Chiefs, media law professor attorney Marichu Lambino of the UP College of Mass Communication said that the permit to operate for analog TV was not covered by the CPC. Attorney Lambino says this can all be legally challenged by a capable party interested in the frequency. She adds that the NTC violated its own executive order by not including the analog free TV channel in the hearing, in the notice, and in the order. According to Republic Act 7295 or the Public Telecommunications Policy Act, the government shall award any frequency to an individual or entity as long as they are qualified legally, technically, and financially. Cabario says AMBS had been waiting for a frequency to be available since 2006 and there's a need for it to do the simulcast broadcast on an analog channel. And under that implementing rules, following the advice of the technical experts in the field of digital television, they said that there is a need to simulcast analog and digital because the consumers, TV households, are not yet ready to receive digital television. So they have to buy set of boxes. So simulcast is necessary. And therefore, the available spectrum at that time has to be assigned to those doing analog transmission. And they said that during the transition, there should be no new authorizations for digital television granted. So nice naman yung application niya until they shut off. However, 2020, nag-iba po yung situation eh. Because of the recall of the frequencies, nag-aroon okay. ng availability. It's worth noting that Villar's daughter, Congressman Camille Villar, voted against ABS-CBN in 2020. Tapos, sila pala ang makakakuha ng frequency ng ABS-CBN. Hindi ba parang conflict of interest ito? Attorney Lambino says this can all be legally challenged. Yes, because the law requires notice and hearing, and uh, the notice and hearing was held upon an application for digital TV. The order was granted upon notice and hearing of a digital TV frequency. The order itself says digital TV. The next day, they granted, they gave away the analog free TV channel. In other words, ABS-CBN can still file a petition if they want to get the frequencies back. Aside from Channel 2 and 16, Channel 23, on which ABS-CBN used to air its sports shows, was awarded to Aliu Broadcasting. 
Channel 43, also formerly held by ABS-CBN, was given to Sunshine Media Network, owned by Duterte's spiritual advisor, Pastor Apollo Quiboloy. So, can ABS-CBN still get these frequencies back? Theoretically, it can apply for a digital frequency in 2023 if the next administration grants it a franchise. Ang problema lang, wala nang available na analog frequency. At marami rin ang nakapila. Here's former DICT Undersecretary Eliseo Rio also on Wanusa's The Chiefs. Well, of course, uh, there will be a line. No? In other words, once it gets a franchise, then that is the prerequisite as per our present procedure to get the frequencies. In other words, it doesn't really have to get its original frequencies. No? Yes, because sir. any frequencies will work for that mm. matter. Basically, the analog frequency, wala na, ubus na talaga sa Metro Manila. No? Mm. You have to go to the province already to operate on those analog frequencies. Pero pag pumunta ka sa Metro Manila, wala ka ng analog frequency na makuha. That yeah. will change as soon as we go to digital terrestrial TV. Wala pa tayo sa digital eh, 2023 pa ma-approve eh, no? So that I think uh, explains the uh, the reason bakit may lag, no? It's not I, I think the long line, but actually because we will only have digital TV on 2023. That's why they have to wait. And according to NTC, ABS-CBN can also apply to share a transmitter with another network. Here's Cabarius again. If ABS-CBN applies and granted, they can talk to three or four companies with authorizations and build a single common transmitter and share the cost. And they can add their programs there. So I don't think it is a hindrance for uh, ABS-CBN. Whether ABS-CBN will ever reclaim its spot as the country's biggest broadcast network is a big question mark at this point. But one thing's for sure, it will have to jump through many, many hoops to get everything back. To close, let me bring in Virgil Santos, founder of the Center for Media Freedom and Responsibility. He was likewise interviewed on One News. It's all part of a plot. If at all, hindi natin alam na yan pala ay ibibigay dun kay, um, sa mga bilyar and to Kibuloy, that is not at all surprising considering the symbiotic, close symbiotic relationship between those two new franchises and Duterte. I have no doubt that uh, the grant came as uh, anything other than a favor. Knowing very well, the bilyars have pledged their support for Duterte all through his term. Again, I'm Izali. This episode was edited by Presh Capistrano. Follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast on Spotify or wherever you listen. And if you enjoyed this episode, do us a favor and share it with a friend. Maraming salamat po. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. 
And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.